Welcome to the Autism Communication Toolkit. We are your hosts. I am Sherry Summers. And I'm Alicia McManaman. And we are two pediatric speech-language pathologists. We are here to help you cut through the misinformation and to help you shift your thinking. Learn what it truly takes to open the door to communication so that you can take charge and become your toddler's best communication partner and advocate. Let's get started. Welcome back. We are so happy to be with you on this last day in January. Yes, we are already moving into February and then spring will be here before we know it, right? Yes, we hope so. (laughs) We hope so. We don't know about you all, but we are really ready for longer days, more sunlight. So we actually end coaching leaving in the daylight. That's right. So we are really excited to talk about our topic today. And it's one that resonates with so many families like you who are really working tirelessly to get your toddlers to play with toys. And if this sounds like you, then you get it. Yep, you buy endless amounts of toys or books thinking if you could just get the right one, then your child would play with it, right? Yeah, and we get asked about toy recommendations all of the time. Um, So we know that you hear about a great toy recommended Mm -hmm. by another mom or maybe your SLP or your early interventionist, and then you immediately buy it thinking, okay, this is it. And what happens for most of you is you end up being frustrated because no matter how hard you try to show them the toy, they just push around the toy, they drop the toy, they bang the toy. They often throw the toy, um, put the toy in their mouth, or really overly focus on certain parts of the toy. Um, And most often they just really show no interest in the toy and they walk away. But as frustrating and difficult as this is, it tells you so much about where your child is and it enables you to know where to work to create true progress. We know that most, if not all of our listeners are experiencing some form of this. And it's really so common for our early autistic communicators to not be playing with the toy for its intended purpose. So really, what does this tell us? Well, this, like so many other things that we talk about is that it's just one piece that lets you know where you need to do the work. Yep. It lets you know that you need to step back and meet your child right where they are. Your toddler's lack of interest in toys or understanding of the purpose and function of a toy is just valuable information that lets you know where you need to work. Right. It lets you know, just like many of the other things that we talk about, that your toddlers are just not ready for that yet. Yes. And this is why the first thing we tell parents in coaching is that they are going to back off of using toys altogether. So hold on to that collective (laughs) gasp for a minute as you picture all the toys that you have collected. This will all make more sense as we go along here. And of course, you know, our goal is like yours. We do want your toddler to play with toys in a meaningful and functional way with you. Um, But we must not skip over the critical skills first. Does this sound familiar? When you take the information about where your toddler is and use it to move toward progress, this means that you learn what it takes to meet your toddler where they are and you work in the right place. And then it makes the goal of your toddler playing with and enjoying toys much more possible in the future. So the lack of functional play with toys is related to critical gaps in what we call the foundational skills and specifically in the areas of attention, joint attention, and joint engagement. 
When a toddler is not consistently tuning into their environment, they miss key pieces that let them know their role with the people, the objects, and the events in their environment. A lack of interest is simply a reflection of your toddler's lack of awareness of what is happening around them and the role they play within it. And that understanding that they are separate from it and can interact with it and derive pleasure from the objects and people in it. The good news is that this tells us where to work, right? You know if you've listened to any of our other podcasts that if your child is showing gaps in the foundational skills, then they have not yet developed that internal social driver that leads to the enjoyment of an activity, of the people within it, and of a back and forth interaction. Learning to enjoy play must be explicitly taught if our little ones are not demonstrating it naturally by 12 months of age. And it probably surprises you to find out that way more needs to happen before your toddler will be ready to play with a toy. But it's probably a bit of a relief too as you realize that it wasn't really all about the toys you bought or all of the ways you tried to get in there and share it with them. They just weren't ready yet. Yep, when you know how and where to meet them where they are, true and natural progress can then start really happening. So way before a child is ready to do much functional play with toys, and especially before a child is ready to share attention with you and with the toy at the same time, we really need to back it up and we need to forget the toy. Yep, you heard that right. You need to forget the toy for now. This is where all of our families and coaching start, and this is the way forward to meaningful and lasting progress. Yeah, this means that we go back to what we are always talking mm -hmm. about, um, using social games and songs in the beginning. Um, and we do that to create the joy of the back and forth interaction. And the joy of a back and forth interaction must be established first without a toy, and it's so much easier to do it that way. Yes. So all of the social games we have talked about, like Peekaboo, I'm Gonna Get You, all of the songs, the finger plays, this is where the work needs to happen. When we take the place of the toy, we work on bringing the fun. What does this mean? Well, this means using all of the tools and strategies that we share in this podcast and that we coach on. So for one, step out of your comfort zone. Mm -hmm. And you're doing that as you learn how to lure them into enjoying an interaction with you. Just one brief moment at a time. So let's review a few. You use changes in your voice and how fast you go, how slow you go, how much you go high, you go low. <laughs> what do we do? Sing song voice, high energy, all of those skills. What am I missing? We also use big movements, <laughs> big exaggerated actions, exaggerated facial expressions, something silly or unexpected. So if you need a refresher on what the tools we teach and coach on, then make sure to tune into our episode on songs. And once you're using your tools, you're gonna notice what engages your child. So play, pay close attention. So was it your voice? Was it when you went really low? Was it your pace <laughs> you when you went really fast? So what was it that tuned your child in? And all of our families and coaching work consistently on using the tools which we'll summarize again, pace, energy, <laughs> voice, movement. Um, and they soon realize that these are really critical pieces to getting their child's attention and sustaining it. Yeah, before your toddler even begins to understand their role with toys, they must first understand how to get pleasure with you, especially if you ever want to share play with them. 
So as it always does, it goes back to that this is where the work must happen first. And then as you work to help your toddler tune into you and their environment, they recognize more and more how they can interact with the toy in a more purposeful way. So just one more reason to get in there and start creating the joy of a back and forth interaction today. Yes, absolutely. So tune into our podcast next week as we talk about the next steps. Yes. How do you know that your toddler may be ready for a toy? And where do you start to work to create the most progress? We have very specific tips on how to do this. So remember, as you work on our approach this week, that there is no one better than you to help your toddler love the communication process. Yes, and the progress happens within the tiniest interactions in seconds at a time when you are working consistently on creating joy and responding to your toddler in the ways they need it most. Have a great week. If you liked this podcast episode, make sure to subscribe, like, and follow. Too few families have this information and it's important for them to hear it as early as possible. So to help us spread the word, leave us a review, share about us on Instagram, and tag us when you do. If you'd like more information about our approach, check out our website at www.connect-speech.com. Thanks for listening.